Yo, you already know what it is. You're listening to The Urban Product. It's your boy, DME. It's your boy, Cozy Rich. And it's your girl, Imani. We are back. Happy New Year, everyone. It is 2022. Uh, we haven't spoken to y'all in a while. Actually, it's been a few weeks. Uh, we've been out since before Christmas. Uh, our Christmas episode with Meech was actually the last episode that we recorded. But now that we're back in January 2022, a lot of things have happened in between. So we have a lot of catching up to do. Uh, Rich Amani, how y'all doing? How y'all been? Ladies, okay, thank you. Um, I'm really good. Um, last time I spoke to you guys, I was talking about finals. That went well, uh, better than I expected. Then I got COVID. Uh, fun time. Um, and nasty. S- nasty, man. Um, since then, it's just been like work, gym, home like maybe go out maybe but like everything's weird now because not everyone's vaccinated you can't really go in boston without vaccination cards so yeah i've kind of just been like keeping to myself just kind of working on me at this point what about you rich um you know a nigga like me not much can hold me down but i did catch covid i did catch covid so you know that kind of held me down and you know held me back but we we tough through that shit. We we made it. We alive. I'm here. Um, other than that, though, I I've just been you know working, going to the gym, living my best life, trying to get these uh, fluids in me. But life is good. Can't complain. You know what I mean? It's cold as shit. Finally, in the middle of this winter shit, Finally. just makes me yeah. I mean, winter just hit. When like I think January is when winter hits. Like December wasn't that cold when you think about it. But um yeah, other than that. Life is good, besides COVID. So, yeah, COVID's actually making shit running crazy right now. Um, like within literally since the last time we recorded, the reason why we haven't been here for a while is literally because of COVID. So, like we said, Rich caught COVID. Amani was coming back from COVID, so they were dealing with that back to back. And then um, once they both uh, had symptoms, we just decided as a group to stop recording. And um, what happened last week? Something happened last week. I can't remember. Oh, I think you were still recovering, so that's why we just didn't shoot last week. So, yeah, we came back today, and now we're back better than ever, starting 2022 off strong. Uh, we ran through a few of our uh, end-of-the-year topics off on our Instagram, but I remember we didn't – I didn't really post everything uh, that we had just because it was a lot to go through. We had, like, a whole thing planned, unfortunately. But I do want to take the opportunity to just run through a few of them what we have. We don't have to spend too much time to talk about it since we're already here in 2022. But but I do want to mention um, some of the topics that we discussed about when we wanted to originally wrap things up. So let's see. Let's go down the line. So originally, uh, we already listed our top 10 albums. Uh, you can catch that on our Instagram if you wanted to take a peek at that. Uh, for our favorite episodes, when we were talking about the year as a whole, Monty and Rich talked about episode 126 being their favorite episode, which was our episode that featured Tim, if you guys remember that episode. Uh, he's the co-founder of something different. He came on, caught a vibe with us, and we had a nice, chill conversation. Mm-hmm. So that we were talking about that as a highlight of the episode. I was uh, wild, yeah, what y'all yeah, like about yeah. that? I was wilding, man. Yeah. I was putting her in her place. So you were putting me in my place. We were putting first off. We were going back and forth, and then Devin put us in our place. No, let's, no, I won. Let's really. And then you needed Devin to come save you. 
n- you didn't win though. You said the exact same thing that I said. You see how you get but you just flipped it. Right I'm not don't getting gas mad. <laughs> don't gaslight me. I know <laughs> what happened. You're getting triggered right now. That's all I'm saying. You're getting triggered. You don't I'm, know I'm what my triggers nice are. Right don't do it. I won. You don't know what my triggers are. Don't do it. But anyway, Devin, you know, he cleared the uh, the argument. But what I liked about the episode, um, to be honest, I one thing I love about having guests on the show is that having a presumption just based off what we see like with social media and then meeting the person and seeing like they're just way more than like what you expected and i definitely tim was definitely one of those guests like i didn't expect the interview to go the way it was we were all just very chill it's like we knew we all knew each other that's literally how chill the conversation was so that was definitely my my favorite part. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, it was actually. just your favorite because you were you were. Oh, being he was just wild. Just level of conversation and just the way we were talking. Like when you were, when you posted the clips, it really just brought me back. Especially when you and Tim were just sitting back, just, and just watching, watching us. Yeah, because that's like what I do all the yeah, time. You know just, me? So, just, you see, so you got to sit in my shoes. <laughs> like for a reminiscing bit. back on that episode was just like <laughs> I felt so comfortable and mm-hmm. I just I was having so much fun just talking my shit mm-hmm. and the topics we were talking about is just bringing out a whole other element. So. Mm-hmm. That was that's why it was my favorite episode. Just the way it brought some shit out of me and how it made me feel mm-hmm. S- selfish of me. But yeah, <laughs> no, nah, I feel you. Literally, moments like that make me reflect just on our podcast journey as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, next month exactly will be our four year anniversary of the podcast. So when I just like look back and see where we started from and how we evolved, mm-hmm. how our chemistry has built throughout the journey, the people that have come and gone through mm-hmm. these doors, you know, it's just a nice level of growth to um, witness. And I like go through old episodes all the time, go through clips because when I'm just looking for things to post on our social media, there's so much gold, in my opinion, that lays in the old episodes where if I don't post it right away, there's a certain reason why I don't post it right away because it might, you know, might be a potential danger to the streets. So I wait until Ow. the streets die down a little bit, but then I'll throw flagrant bombs on the timeline again <laughs> and we right back where we started. You feel me? So I like going back and people old episodes like that just because it reminds me of one just the level of conversation we have on this podcast but it also lets me know the type of joy and entertainment that it brings y'all because we'll post old clips all the time and people will think that it's new so mm-hmm. you know it gives uh viewers chance to rediscover the show in a whole new way so episodes like that i'm i'm I appreciate episodes like that. And I think maybe the last episode that we did for the year, the episode that we did with Meech, might have been one of my favorite episodes that we did uh, that year. Just because the vibe was organic, you feel me? Like, I fucked with um, his music. Rich fucked with his music. Meech checked us out beforehand, so he fucked with what we had going on. So the level of conversation that we were having was very organic and everything was just flowing nicely. Um, He, I feel like, actually added a lot to the show as well. Like, Meech, I feel like when he pulled up to the show, he didn't even feel like a guest. He felt like an interim co-host just for the time being. That's how that's how well I feel he carried himself through that episode when we did it. So, I don't know, just things like that when I'm able to bounce off creatives, Moments like that is when I know I'm in the room with another creative. So when we're just able to bounce ideas off of each other that well and so elegantly, I appreciate conversations like that as well. So that's probably why I'll say that was one of my favorite episodes uh, of the year. Uh, After that, we also talked about underdogs. Who are underdogs this year? Rich said Tory Lanez. Amani said Jack Harlow. 
And who am I going to say is my underdog of the year? Honestly, I'll probably say my under the underdog of the year is going to be Young Blue. No bullshit. Because okay. that dude came off of a Drake feature and <coughs> didn't let that define him for the rest of his career. You feel me? You know how some artists will come out with a Drake feature and that will kind of be what everyone goes back to. You see it all the time. Yeah, now sure that song people still go back to all the time, but Young Blue got other hits that he dropped since then. No bullshit, Period. like for me, the Drake feature is what made me go listen to Young Blue and Young Blue has made me stay for Young Blue. Yeah. Exactly. So that's, yeah. that's how I see it. Like those two projects he dropped, uh Love Scars and um the most recent project Moon mm-hmm. Boy, like I feel like that was his moment to show him that to show the world actually that he's not just a one-hit wonder he actually got mm-hmm. bodies of work up, that yeah. he can build up on so yeah that's why i say he's my underdogs but y'all said uh you said jack harlow let's start with you jack harlow did have a good year uh, that's what i'm saying like aside Ooh, from the sorry i just thought of something i'm gonna add it in after you say what you say but okay. yeah there's another underdog that i want to throw in there too but i'm I'll, I'll wait for you to go go oh, ahead okay yeah, go ahead. um i was just saying jack harlow aside from you know the fangirling and everything um are you fangirl over him i don't fangirl over him that, that's your white that's your type of white boy no it's okay that's for this that's your it's type not, of white boy it's not it's okay you don't know my Louisville, kentucky no dudes <laughs> if you're listening out there <laughs> no that's no y'all will never kidding. know um if you shop at bass pro hey hit your girl up <laughs> no um aside from the fangirling like i just looking at his progress over the past year and just seeing what he did with his last album um not gonna lie to you when i listened to it, i was like okay this is about to be a flop because like I didn't really know about Jack Harlow unless it was like the big hits. Mm. And then I listened to the album and I was like, okay, my boy's fitting. Mm. I like what he's doing. So that's why I said Jack Harlow. Uh, he had a good year. And I think with the fangirling, he'll just continue to like excel. Like that will just help him more in his, you know, progression. Mm. But that's why I said Jack Harlow. Okay. And you said Tory Lanez <laughs> because. Oh my God. Hey, go ahead. You okay? <laughs> anyway, before I was rudely interrupted. Um, yeah, Tory Lanez. I feel, I feel like Tory Lanez speaks for himself. Tory Lanez came into... Tory Lanez came into 2020, <laughs> 2021, dealing with uh, the backlash of what he ended 2020 with. We all know that what that was, the, the Megan the Stallion controversy, yada, yada, yada. Now... The music industry essentially canceled that nigga. They were trying to hurt his pockets in every possible way. They stopped promoting his music. They stopped letting niggas know when he was dropping new releases. They stopped showing his... his, No one was doing features with this man. And he still produced two great albums in Playboy, as well as Alone at the Prom. And... My thing is, he's been producing music. He's been, he's still been, he's he's had songs with ESTG, Kodak, some more people. He's still featuring out here, but he ain't doing the crazy feature runs he used to do before. And Tori's just still creating good music and good content, even without having a following or the mainstream media behind him as he once did, even though he's now independent, which would hurt an artist more. But I feel like it's not hurting Tori as much as it should. Putting all that into it. And then I want to take into account 
what's actually going on at this trial. Very quiet from everyone, by the way. <clears throat> I feel like he's in the yo. He he he's the underdog, man. Like, cause he's going to come back in twenty twenty two, and run shit. In my opinion, once he gets uncanceled, if he's found innocent, exactly. Exactly. You just gotta put that out there. And also, yeah. it, just because he got canceled doesn't mean he doesn't have his musical ability anymore. I'm not saying we know what Tori is capable of. We no. know what he puts out there. A Playboy album. So was, I'm sure he's doing well with the music. He's always been doing well with the music. But to say he's the underguard, I mean underdog. I mean, I, 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 like off. I said, the entire music industry stop fucking with this man stop promoting his music stop featuring with him Are you, right? you basically him going into 2021 as a newly independent artist and having to deal with all of that and still producing still making his money still having good content out there that's just off the strength of his fan base exactly that's what i'm saying though nah, like, i hear you I hear you, you got to you got to take all that into account now he doesn't have anyone behind him this is all him now mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's all him and his camp yeah, he may have a loyal fan base, but he got people like me too that like aren't looking for Tory all the fucking time. They just only listen to Tory when they stumble upon something new. Like half the time when I listen to a new Tory album, it was because yo, did you listen to the new Tory album? No, I didn't even see that he dropped. Let me go check it out. So, like I said, I, Tory's had a lot to work work against, and I think he has come out on top. So, and no bullshit, I've seen Tory running around in the streets around with like, like. A-list celebrities, like celebrities where they wouldn't be running around being seen with you in public if you were that much of a risk. So unless if there was some information shared with them, we don't know all the facts yet. Mm-mm. But if like people are willing to be seen with you in this public light, the they know something. They know something. So, like I said, all the facts will reveal themselves out at some time in the future. But, yeah, that's all we'll say on that. Uh, another one that I wanted to throw in there as an underdog of the year. Fam, mm-hmm. Lil Nas X been slapping all of you in the face this year. Yeah, he has. He slapped every <laughs> every single nigga in yes, the face this year. All right, so he, he doesn't get talked about, right? Well, he does get talked he about. He does, but not in a, But not in the way when he you should. think about just I feel like people don't take him seriously. No. Yeah, but you have to think about the type of a year that he mm-hmm. had. You feel me? Now, with the first promotion of his first single, it was um, "Call Me by Your Name," the Montero. Everyone knows that uh, video. That's when he was uh, twerking mm-hmm. on Satan and all that shit. We mm-hmm. all remember that video. Mm-hmm. But having gone from that to the release of his album. Yeah, that man had a crazy run. He had a crazy year. Industry baby with Jack Harlow. Mm-hmm. Um, when he s- showed a snippet of that on his Twitter, I was like ready for that song. And that was before Jack Harlow was even in, uh, involved in that. So the fact that when it came out, it turned into this big hit that we all knew it was going to be. And then, you know, him dropping some more songs that actually turned out to be radio hits as well. He has something that's working for him. And I think after Old Town Road, he comes back with this album to let you know that he's here to stay as an artist. And you may have your opinions of him, but continue to have him because he's not going anywhere. Mm. He's going to be right here. So I definitely think that's uh, an artist that has to be highlighted as well if we're talking about artists who've been killing shit this year. Facts. He's so weird. 
Him? Yeah, I that. feel like he is. He just a, doesn't care. No, he, I respect it. He's just really out there. He's such a great representation it. of our generation. I love it. Like the way that nigga trolls online. Mm-hmm. Like I fuck with him because like it's, yo, all mm-hmm. of my friends do that shit too. Like you know it's different because yeah. he got like his star power. But the way he be tweeting and going mm-hmm. around on Instagram, any of us it. do that shit. So I get it when he's doing that shit. It's comedy to me. Other people to be up in an uproar, but like it'll be tweeting shit. It'll be like the most outrageous shit, and I just laugh because I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I get it. That's funny. I get it. I get it. I get what he's doing, but I'm just like, damn. They like, don't give a you fuck. Don't care, like yo, you really don't he care. Really doesn't. Facts. You don't give a fuck. You don't give a fuck. All right. So, see now here were these. Okay, this one, right? I want to mm-hmm. say because uh, after that I'll leave the end end of the year the topics. Ups. Yeah, but. Artists to look out for in 2022. Rich said Future. Amani said SZA. Yes. Now, these are two artists that are already developed in their careers. But you still think people need to look out for them? I said it in the sense, like, watch out for it. Because I feel like SZA is going to drop an album. She is, for sure. So SZA and Kendrick are dropping this year. That's why I said, you know, look out for her. I didn't mean... I misread the time. Nah, don't but get it wrong. SZA is coming to slap everybody I'm in the face excited. too. Um, SZA been going crazy because uh, she got three singles from the album and all of those singles are fire. Um, so, what's that shit called? What, what was the one with Ty Dolla Sign? Hit, uh, different, hit Different, Good Ooh. Days, and I Hate You. I Hate, I hate You is going up right now. Mm-hmm. That shit's going up. So She got three successful singles from that album. Pretty sure once that shit drops... We're going to be hearing that for a while. And, you know, bye, Summer. But I'm going to still be bumping her album, too. You feel me? Uh, Yeah, you were saying for Future. I feel like Future drops every year. So we just got to look out for Future every single year. Future didn't release an album last year. He didn't drop anything last year. He was only on a Future run. Yeah, so he he just came off of an album. I don't expect him to drop another album. He dropped an album. He dropped a dual album with Lil Uzi. That ain't, I don't consider that a future album. After uh, High Off Life. High Off Life? That was early 2020. (sighs) Or like summer of 2020. So it's been a good year and a half since he's dropped a future album. Heard. Now, that being said, he himself said he's going to have a crazy 2020. Like, watch out for him in 2022. Okay. So that, as well as the fact that he didn't drop anything in 2021 or 2021, I'm like, yo, this man Future's about to go crazy and remind niggas who the fuck he is. Because I feel like Future's been is not been getting as much credit in the game as much as he should over the last year because you got a little dirt, you got a little baby, you got Gunner, you got all these new heads. Well, not new heads, but young, young niggas in the game taking over. My nigga's coming to re- reclaim his throne. That's all I'm saying. But he hasn't been dropping, and they have been consistently dropping. So, of course, they're going to take more. Yes, I acknowledge that, oh, which okay. is why I said he's going to come back, mm. reestablish who the fuck he is, and reclaim his throne. If you wanted to watch a versus with Future, who would you want him to go against? I still want to. Nah, I ain't putting him up against Jay-Z. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, realistically, who would I want to see him against? Ah. I'd want to see him against niggas like his generation, really. Thug. I'd love to no. see Drake and Drake and Future. No. Future battle. <laughs> versus, yeah, I would. I would. <laughs> that was like, no. Like, everything you're saying, no. Uh, <laughs> no. I'm really trying to think. Like, Future and Thug would be embarrassing for Thug. Drake and Future would That's be embarrassing. That's what I'm thinking. I don't know about that. Future. I don't know about yeah. that. Future. 
Future. Yeah. I mean, Future got hits, but like, come on, that's Drake. No, Future bro. got hits. Only Future Hope got the hood go hits. Drake. Yeah, only Hope can go with Drake. Wait, what? I said only Hove can go with Drake. Kanye? Nah. If we're doing 20 songs, Kanye. Okay. You don't think so? He's, he got that. He got that down. Because Versus is a certain amount of songs. If you're just trying to go through their whole catalog, then yeah, Drake got way too many hits. Because he, that's my opinion. But Kanye, I feel like, yo, Kanye's own shit. Take five songs from each album. Heard. No, not so much. No, I'm, I'm not debating. Nigga, I'm asking you a question. I'm, 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 <laughs> oh, God, fuck you, me. Nigga, make that face like, oh, that's what you think. Oh, I want your opinion, right. Mr. A and R. Um, nah, Kanye. I definitely think Kanye can uh, hold his own against Drake. Mm-hmm. Lil Wayne could too. Lil Wayne could mm-hmm. too. Yeah, they all could. Mm-hmm. Nah, facts. Now, yeah. who's touching that level? <laughs> no one. Nah, you're right. That's why I'm saying, like, yo, in my opinion, oh, like, Thug is in that second tier. Because, and I'm going to put Future in that second tier, so. Right. Who would I put against Future? In? I, don't, I don't know. Them niggas is up there. Yeah, I'm hip. It's hard to find somebody to go against Future. Future. That'd be a really hard uh, battle. Like, some, someone worth it that would make the battle worth it. So, where he's not watching them. That's why I'm saying Thug. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. So that's pretty much our end of the year wrap. Did I say who was my artist look for in 2022? No. I, don't, I don't even know if I had an artist look for in 2022. It might have been Young Blue, to be honest with you. No, no, no. Yeah, you did say yeah, that. Yeah, it might have been Young Blue, to be honest with you. Uh, depending on, obviously, Kendrick. Once, I mean, that's like All an right. obvious one to look out for. You feel me? Relax. Kendrick, I think Lil Baby is going to come back and have a crazy year once he drops his own solo you. album. Because coming off of dropping? my turn. No. Huh? Has he stopped dropping? No. I mean, he dropped his uh, collab album with Lil Durk, you feel me? And he dropped some singles, but mm-hmm. in terms of solos, now Lil Baby went on more of a feature run this year. Bro, you feel me? That's every year. Love it. Quality features mm-hmm. this year. I feel you feel me? Like this year. Um, so I think in 2022, if he plans on coming out with a solo album, which if he's following under his contract uh, rules, he will. So. Uh, he'll drop <laughs> another album this year, and I think that'll be another artist to look out for. I think he will. Yeah, no, Lil Baby's dropping this year mm-hmm. for sure. Every two mm-hmm. years, contract. All you niggas. <laughs> Every two years. Um, but I do want to say, uh, coming off of uh, our COVID shit that mm. we were talking about, yo, everything right now in the world is going crazy. There's Very not enough so. tests going on. It took me, when Rich told me that he had COVID, right? When he told me that he had COVID, this was Amani coming right off of COVID. So I'm like, it could be a really high possibility that I have COVID. So I tried to go out to get tested Mm. because I I have a job and all that shit. And I tried not to put in other people's lives at risk. So I tried to get tested. Yo, it took me three days to Mm -hmm. get tested. And when I said it took me three days, like three days of going to urgent care mm-hmm. so i had to go there three separate times mm-hmm. wait in three separate lines mm-hmm. and then on the third day after two hours i was finally able to like do my shit but these lines are getting ridiculous mm-hmm. um some of these people are running out of tests midday yep. if it's becoming hard to schedule tests online you got to plan that shit out weeks in advance and how are you gonna know that you're gonna catch covid that much time in advance running you're not out of home tests at home test, you I can't even, even like find those. that shit. Yeah, if you they, order one online, it's going to be dumb expensive. You might find an at home test on StockX if you tried. You feel me? Like, that's how. 
It's like that. It's really That's like sick. that. Shit's <laughs> becoming ridiculous out here. And I'm just like, how are we out of state where we knew all of this was coming? We we sat here and we predicted I when COVID this. would spike. We said in the winter. That's when flu season is at an all-time high. How do you not prepare and have enough tests to distribute to everybody? That's just the type of shit that's been on my mind for the past couple of weeks. I'm like, wow. Some people walk into work, they might have COVID, but who knows? Because it might take have some trouble for them to get tested. But some people aren't going to stay home because they can't afford to take that time off. And like me, when I had to get tested, I had to turn some things down and I had to, you know, cancel some shit just to find out that I was negative a few days later. But I had to cancel them shits because it's better safe than sorry. But I'm just thinking to the people that don't and they just say fuck it and go ahead. And a lot of people say fuck it. A lot of people say fuck it. A lot of people are saying fuck it. But it's like it like sucks because once you find out that you're positive, you got to go around and have that conversation to everybody that you might have got dirty. Like, yo, you might want to get yourself checked. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. It's one of those. We said this shit's like an STD, bro. This shit's crazy. And with these vaccines and booster shots, <sighs> honestly, I don't know. I feel like the vaccine is what kickstarted this whole outbreak. Really? Well, come on. You get a little bit of the virus injected in you with the vaccine. So I feel like if you be coming to contact with the virus and it's already in your system, you just need something to trigger it to go off. Now, you might have the antibodies in your system to help defend that, but you still got a trace of it in your system. So mm-hmm. if whatever antibodies haven't tested for everything, hey. new variants can find their way to slip through. And since you already got the agent in your system, they just need something to activate it. So honestly... I think a lot of people who are vaccinated, who are now getting sick, it's a good majority of the cases, I think, are coming from vaccinated people. And I think it's hitting unvaccinated people even worse. I think it's hitting them even worse. But when I say when I see all these new cases, like there was one weekend where there were like 31,000 cases in a weekend. And I was like, I think it was in a day. And I was like, a day? 31,000? That's fucking crazy, my nigga. Like, that's wild. But I don't know. I don't know. Something's up with the world right now. I just want to put that information out there in case other people. I don't know how people outside of Massachusetts are dealing with COVID, but these two-hour lines are crazy. Having to wait in these lines to not even get a test is crazy when you have health insurance. When you don't have health insurance, you got to drop bread for the potential to get a test, which is crazy for me. But, yeah, go ahead, Rich. Nah, my thing is, like, they told people if you get vaccinated, you won't have to deal with restrictions. Yep. Yet, there's still crazy fucking restrictions going on, and it's annoying. January 15th, it's up. You feel yeah, me? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, but it's just, it's still, there's still crazy <laughs> restrictions going on. And even Don't with being me. vaccinated, like, you still really can't do shit. Yeah. So, my thing is, yeah, they told people to get vaccinated. So, like, you don't get, if you do get COVID, it's not nearly as bad. And I respect that. And I, mean, I hope right. that's, that's the case and that's really what it is. You're but right. it's just like, yo, if we vaccinated, let us live life. I want to live life. But we can't. Can't but people that, still though. catching COVID. No, you're, gonna, you're going to catch COVID regardless. Catch what COVID was the regardless. point of getting vaccinated? So you just want to say, fuck it. If you get it, you get it. Let's just live life. You're going to get it regardless at this point. We've been doing this for two and a half, three years. And I'm still clean. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, yo, we've been doing... You could have been asymptomatic at one point and just never knew it. I could have. That's what I'm that's saying. Funny. So, like, yo, 
in my opinion, like at this point, like yo, you. If you haven't gotten it, good for you, but it, odds are you're going to you're get, it get it at some it at point, point. Or you had it and you just didn't, you know. didn't know. So let niggas live their life. If you really don't want to live your life, then don't live your life. But like, bruh, I started COVID at 23 years old, 22 years old. I'm about to be 25 next year. Like, I'm losing years of my life to this shit, bro. Yeah. My prime years, my prime years inflation yeah. is going like crazy because of this shit. Don't remind me. Bro, my money is becoming smaller because of this mm. shit. And it's only going to keep happening mm-hmm. if COVID is still allowed to run rampant and run my life. That's my TED Talk. I'm sorry. Oh. I'm sorry. What was I going to say? Yeah, but it, yo, the inflation part for real though. Like, No, that's just save crazy, Save your money, dog. people. It's too much. Invest your money. Um... You said something about the vaccine. I will say this. Imani has had every, like, version of COVID. COVID. Every strain of COVID. You got Omarion. I had Omarion. I had Delta. And I had... And I had... I don't have Fluorona. Don't do me. No, I don't. It's COVID and flu mixed together. That's the latest patch up. That's the latest one. That's the latest iOS. Yeah. But I will say this. When my last experience with COVID... I don't know if it was the, the the vaccination. I don't know if it was the antibodies from the first two times. But, you know, it wasn't as bad. So I do feel like the vaccine does help. Where I think I have a problem with is people who move, like, just move crazy. And then it's just like, oh, I have COVID. So, like, you got to get tested, too. Like, every single time I've gotten COVID, it's always been because of somebody else. It's never been because I went to Mexico, never got COVID. So Cases know, were high. So you just don't know how to sit your ass down. Say it again. So you don't know how to sit your ass down. No, I sit my no. My thing is, I sit my ass down. I sit my ass down. The first time I had no choice. It was a roommate, and she choosing to be around people that you know not clean. Second time, in a pandemic, people were sharing blunts. Like, bro, you don't know how to face something. Like, what's wrong with you? Then the third time, the person wasn't vaccinated. So it's just like. Ah, no bullshit, yo, no bullshit, fam, no like, bullshit. I thought I was good when Rich texted me. When 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 I got that, I think I'm late text from Rich. I I thought, honestly, I thought I was good. But what had me nervous and scared? We were sharing. Is because I was in a rotation mm-hmm. with my dog. You feel me? And that let me know shit might be real. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when people told me in the past, I was like, okay. And, you know, I was never really worried because I never go too deep where I think I might, like, actually get that shit. But then when like he you, told bro. me, I'm like, damn, that's my brother. Fuck, I might actually have that shit, you know? Um, but when I went through all that shit and found out I was negative, word. But Must be nice. It's just like so... It's, mm-hmm. it's just trash, all the precautions that you got to go through. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what... Life is like outside of Massachusetts, but if you are a resident of Massachusetts, uh, after January fifteenth, right, the state of Massachusetts is implementing a program where you now need to show proof of vaccination mm-hmm. to be allowed in certain public spaces. So if you're pulling Jesus. up to like bars, restaurants, sporting events, um, just things where there's going to be a large crowd of people, you're going to be required to show proof of your vaccination. So when I went to Rolling Loud in New York back in October, that was already a thing over there. And they had like these passport apps that let you Mm -hmm. upload your vaccination cards. So everyone just had their vaccine info on their phones. Now, Mayor Wu or whoever is uh, trying to work that out 
over here. And I think that's actually dope because I've been waiting to do that shit because I hate carrying my card on me. Same. So I've been waiting to just add that shit to my Apple wallet. But I think that's really going to be, that's going to fuck us up because I feel like Boston, well, in terms of me, because I work in um, customer service in Boston. Mm. So I'm like, I feel like with me, since mad tourists come through Boston, once we implement that proof of vaccination, at least for the first month or two, it's going to be slow in Boston. Good. Because a lot of people are about to get turned away for not having proof of vaccination. So I don't know how that's going to start affecting businesses. But get ready. Get ready. If you're in that type of industry, get ready for that. For the slow waves that you're about to experience for the next couple of weeks, you know, Bro, niggas who sell fake vaccination cards are about to make a killing. Yeah, that's all it is. That too. That's all. It but is. I think nah, nah, nah. I think um, with the with the app shit, they they, they have a way of uh, that's um, if you use it. Yeah, you just carry a card. True, that is true. Yeah, just buy a fake one. Mm-hmm. That's what people been doing. That's crazy. Which is sick. Nah, that's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. Nah, because I know there are like some people that are really like hard against vaccines. Good for you. Do your thing. I don't care. Doesn't affect me. Nope. But I know like if vaccinations were to become mandatory and you need to show something, I can think of a handful of people already that I know that would go buy buy a card rather than That's get vaccinated. So sad. Mm. So, That's so sad. Another thing that I want to mention coming into twenty twenty two, um, I know that we said Next month is our four-year anniversary, so it's a lot to reflect on just our journey as a podcast. We went through many phases. Uh, We went from, you know, just a group of friends talking shit on a mic to becoming a locally known platform to now a nationally known platform to, you know, doing our thing. And, you know, it's been a great ride and journey, but I feel like... Um, certain things just we need to make notes of certain things so with with the past week uh, there's this other podcast that went viral uh, oh my god they went viral I don't have to say the name of the podcast you're not gonna say the name or are you going to no I won't I won't I won't we don't gotta do that you know you gotta pay me pay me <laughs> but um, yeah, we won't say the name of the podcast. But they went viral over the weekend because of a moment that they had. They had Asian doll on their show, um, and Asian cash doll. No, not Asian cash doll. doll. Asian doll. Asian doll. I might be talking about something else. You now might I know be thinking about something different. Oh, yeah, 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 okay, yeah, okay. I'm me? sorry. Uh, Asian doll. So she was a guest on <coughs> their platform, and her and the host just had a little disagreement and then the host started to become disrespectful and kind of just kicked her off the show but then in a disrespectful way and then you know what happens when people start to dig up shit from the past all the old shit that they did that shit started going viral too so then a clip of them bashing black women and um just calling them things like Shanique was Night Riders, Ghetto, Hood Rats, all that shit went viral. And I really sat back and thought about all of that uh, when that was happening because podcasting is a new and developing mm-hmm. space. When people are seeing what can come of it, a lot of people choose to partake in it and participate in it. But I think about podcasts like those and what other people are doing and i compare it to what we do and of course everything that we do is different but when people are 
dissecting and just consuming a, the idea of what podcasting actually is, I feel like the line becomes blurred mm-hmm. and people think that podcasting is just sitting in front of a mic and just talking, s- s- talking whatever and speaking whatever. And I'm like, no, there's actually much more to podcasting than doing that. Like, mm-hmm. that's what my guests do. My guests just pull up, sit in front of the mic and talk. But actually, podcasting is um, extremely different. Um, so I just wanted to mention that because everybody thinks that everyone is just coming up with their new platform to just speak whatever. There's many platforms out there that don't hold any value, in my opinion. But I think that our platform holds a lot of value. Mm-hmm. And we have responsibilities as podcasters in this space to not just feel like we can pull up here whenever we want and just feel like we have the right to just start talking crazy about mm. just anything. Mm. Maybe we'll have a moment where we might be saying some crazy shit, but, what, but, it's, it, but it's never really anything that it's crazy. It's only crazy if you feel offended or sensitive about a certain subject, but deep down we're never talking about anything disrespectful or we're never putting anybody down. So when it just comes to shit like that, as I navigate through this space as a podcaster, I just got to know what separates us and um, what the other people are doing out there. And when I see shit like that, I feel like it puts a bad name on podcasting mm-hmm. because I feel like, yeah, we do our laughs. We make jokes time to time. And some people out there don't sit and watch the whole episodes they react to clips that we post and if you just sit and watch like the clips that we post you might have a certain like perception of what our show is you feel me but i don't want people seeing viral clips like that and just thinking that that's what podcasting is and like that's what all these niggas with mics are deciding to do with Mm -hmm. their platforms it's just not like that it's not like that at all i feel like our platform has evolved into many oh different God, yes. forms like before we j- only talked about music and then we opened it up and then our audience actually started learning about ourselves and then we brought guests in and then you know we're introducing the world to them and just all these other things and of course we have our moments where we're making jokes like i don't think I, I haven't made many jokes this episode but when i'm in that mood i start letting them fly and that just happens because that's everyday life but Period. I feel like in this lane, there's an art to this shit, and people just have to respect the art. That's why when certain people coming up, I'm like, yeah, nigga. <sighs> nah, I won't go that way. I remember when certain people um, thought that they could, like, do this thing better than I did. And it's been a while since I heard from them. Don't kill me. But like I said, there's an art to this, and... <laughs> It reveals itself in many different forms. And when you actually open your eyes and realize what the game is all about, mm-hmm. a lot of sides start getting quiet. You feel me? But that's all that I want to say with that. But shit. I just wanted to, you know, put that message out there um, for people that are thinking that this is really just a sport for anybody. It's not. And when I say Imani and Rich, those these two are sitting next to me, but it couldn't just be any body sitting next to me you feel me it's an art that you have to learn master and craft and then you see the results that we provide you feel me it's not you can't just step into it and think that you're gonna go off like that you can be known for foul shit 
But just understand that you're gonna be known for foul shit, so nothing but foul shit will be thrown at you. You feel me? And if you can take that, hey, let that be what you're known for. But that's not what we do over here. So when niggas just have a certain misunderstanding about what podcasting is, when you come to this platform, know that you're getting originality, authenticity, and nothing but passion for whatever hour and a half you're with us for weekly. You feel me? That's literally the word people give us, too. It's authentic. Yeah. Love the vibe. It's authentic. You guys are literally just, it's easy to y'all. That's literally what I hear all the time. I just see shit like that, and I'm just like, yo, when people put this messaging on podcasting, I'm like, what if niggas are trying to get a bag in this shit, bro? Like, which like us, we're in our certain we're in a certain individ, a certain position because there's not many other people like us in our age group doing what we're doing and Facts. going places that we've taken us places. So there's like certain possibilities where we can take this platform and do amazing things with it. But as people are learning more and more about what podcasting is and how podcasting could apply to their brands, mm. when you see shit like this going viral and it's it being bad. attached to what podcasting is, it could fuck up a lot of bags for other people. And I'm already, you know, trying to do as much work it is as it is just trying to get the Massachusetts music scene up there just in terms of massachusetts media it's a lot of work to be done so when this just gets attached to what podcasting is i just got to step in and let niggas know the difference you feel me because we're it's not that that shit i see that's smut and it's cloud chasing and that's not us so that's why i just wanted to go ahead and uh leave it with that i've been talking for a while if y'all want to add anything to that you can but i can on i can all Wow, just move on to the next topic too if there's nothing to add to that. Um, I just want to say I'm I'm happy you brought it up because when I saw it I was like there's no way this is actually happening and I started looking at the guy I started following not following him but I started looking at the guy's stories and he's like y'all are just seeing a little clip y'all need to watch the whole video. I sat my ass on my couch and I watched the whole episode. There was nothing in that video that made me feel like oh, okay like you're right for that. There's a specific way and how you're supposed to speak to a person is a specific way how you speak to a woman. You don't, he knew what type of energy he was throwing at her. He's lucky. She kept it calm and composed. That could have went left for Mance. And he was really like, oh, I don't know who she is. I don't know who that is. Oh, you're lucky. Because she would have told you who she was today. But she said, nah, you know what? I'm not even going to pay him that much mind. So I think she handled it very well. I think the fact that they described black women the way that they did is just a show of their character and their insecurities um and yeah at the end of the day it was just cloud chasing i understand they're trying to get a bag but there's different ways to do it there's a line like you said the line was blurred Mm -hmm. that's it word now am i gonna move on to the next Mm -hmm. yeah i bet let's get into new music so we can wrap everything up uh so two major releases at least from the hip-hop and r&b side to talk about this week Uh, i feel like i'm kind of blinking on music that dropped since the last time we recorded Mm. but for the past week i can say two major releases that dropped um were gunner's tape and the weekend's tape i want to talk about the gunner's tape first so gunner dropped an album uh this past friday called drip season forever well, DS Forever. Uh, it is the final installment of his Drip Season series. How many songs are on that album? 20. 20 songs? songs 19. 19 lie, songs, 19. features including... Kodak, G Herbo, Lil Future. Baby, Thug, Future. Young Blue. 
What we think? Twenty one. What we think it. about this album? It was a great album. Mm-hmm. Great fucking album, from start to finish, no skips. That's Straight it. Straight up, like yo. I mean, compared to I hit you up about this album on Saturday. Mm-hmm. We had a little short conversation about it. I think you summed it up very well. This compared to Drip Season Three, Drip Season Three, was, in my opinion, was a masterpiece as well, mm-hmm. and that's what actually introduced me to Gunna. Hey, Cap. But. You're right when you say that Drip Season 3 sounds like one continuous song because a lot of the beats do sound the same. And a lot of the songs do sound the same. Now with this, this shit bumps, but every song has a different flow, different melody, different cadence. It's fire. Like, yo, this nigga Gunna is fire. His flow was fire. His features were killing it per usual. I, I I can't say anything bad about it. Like you know, the production was fire. I mean, I, I don't go to Gunner for the lyrics, so I'm not expecting anything. You having bars sometimes though. No, no, but you I ain't going a to, lot of questionable yeah, shit though. No, nah, but but <laughs> I ain't going to him to you know hear some crazy shit. But True. he had me you know feeling feeling myself a little bit here and there. Felt like, I you, were, felt like you were pushing P. Uh, I did. I was pushing P. Shoot, he had my little sister dancing. That's when I knew that nigga was lit. <laughs> so I'm gonna give this album a solid eight and a half out of ten. Wow, that's a high rating. It, it is, is a high, high rating, rating, but yo, this shit, like I said, it had no skips, and I'm still playing it every single. If you want to be honest, no skips. I've yeah, only played this shit great. since it came out. I listened to the weekend shit twice, so and this is it. This is it. I've only listened to Gunna since it dropped. Mm-hmm. It's not good to me. I fuck mm-hmm. with it. It's in the rotation. I'm going to keep listening to this all year long until future drops. This is my turn. Say it again. This is my turn. This is just for Rich. Oh, okay. I'll get to you in a second. Uh. <laughs> uh, that's not the question. Wait, why is that a question? Because like, I have to. I have to. Th- those two are yeah. Those two are the friendly competitions mm-hmm. now. They are? Yes. Yeah, for sure. So I'm going to, with every release, I'm going to, I do the same thing for Kendrick and Cole when they drop releases back to back. So I'm like, all right, so this, sir, like my turn. I mean, okay, one of my turn. Ooh. Oh, my turn. Okay, so my turn or DS Forever? A recency bias. So you're going to say DS4 Forever? I'm going to say recency bias. Yeah, it's for the recency bias. So my this is turn, better. My turn doesn't have nearly as many features <laughs> as this. Like, they're two different projects. <laughs> Like I don't con- I don't consider Gunna's drip season Yo, shits like me. really his projects because everything has a feature on nah, it. I hear you. Like my turn, um, like only a handful of like four tracks had features. The rest of it is little baby spitting, spitting. Recency bias, nah, but they're just two different. If we're just talking about projects, yeah, I'm gonna pick Gunna because I just enjoyed it more. I hear you. But if we're talking about like yo pure albums from an individual artist, like this is a compilation album, really. Nah, right, I hear you. Feel you. me? Yeah, so, I hear you. If we're doing it that way, my turn. But if we talking about pure pleasure, drip season forever. I hear you. Adamani, what you think about the album? Um, I'm not gonna give it as high as Rich. I'm not gonna lie to you. I think when I first played it, right, um, I expected it to be a certain amount of songs. That's one. So when I just kept hearing gun after gun after gun, I was like, oh, like he. Okay, we got 19 songs. Okay, cool. Um, there were a couple skips for me. There were a couple songs. The song that he did with Chloe threw me all the way off. I forgot the name of it. You and me. You and me. Yes. Um, it was a different. It was a different. Like Rich said, he played different songs, different genres. He went a little crazy. Um, I didn't expect that from him. That song definitely threw me off. Um, but I will agree with Rich and say that the production was fire. 
some of the songs were fire um thought i was playing um when i played that song i started doing that dance that both of you guys do on the show and i said this is when i know i hang out with them too much what's the dance that um, on the show the the thing with your shoulders i don't know y'all nah, be well, nah, y'all I'm be talking. doing this i don't know y'all be doing this all the time and i was like I'm sorry, <laughs> Jesus. Um, I wanted to know what dance you were talking about. Um, what you would call oh, it? Let me see your shoulders work. Okay. When I heard okay. it, I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> I was like, "One, I hang out with the boys too much." But um, I was like, "This is fire!" I said, "Hold on." Usually, when I listen to music, I listen to it by myself. But when I heard the song, I was with my sister, and I automatically just started dancing. And she just looked at me like, "Yo, you good?" And I'm like, "Nah, I really like this song." Like, <laughs> <laughs> I really like this song. Um, but I'll give it a seven. I liked it, but I had skips, so that's why I give it a seven. But you know, I like the features on it. Twenty one went crazy on that. I'm sorry. We're gonna have a conversation about twenty one at some point. Like, but, like they really let Savage Mode two flop, and that that, that hurts me deeply. But one day we have to have a conversation about twenty one Savage. <laughs> but yeah, go ahead. No, that's really yeah. That's I, I I liked it. I'm I'm not on the same level as, as Rich. <coughs> I feel like there were some skips, but overall it was it was decent. It yeah. was decent. I enjoyed this album. Uh, definitely got some joints on there that I really fuck with. Like the joints that I like really fuck with mm. um, would have to be how you do how you did that with Kodak. Mm-hmm. I had my Kodak bop all throughout mm-hmm. that song, fam. Mm-hmm. And Kodak got some tracks like. That super g- gremlin track I'm fucking Kodak's with very last five heavily, tracks, bro. huh? This last like five tracks. Kodak, yeah, all been crazy. it's crazy. It's like, crazy. If you put all those on one album, like yo, yo, the the day that oh my god, the day that Kodak enunciates mm-hmm. my nigga, it is a rap for you these know, niggas. It is you a know. rap for these niggas. The day that Kodak bro, Black, the accent is so crazy. But when he learns how to, to enunciate his words, bro, it's not happening. <sighs> it took Thug a certain amount but of time. I also it took feel- Baby a certain amount of time. It took Gunna a certain amount of time. Feeling Peachy is his best attempt. Feeling Peachy is his best attempt at enunciating, bro. He's been in the game over five years. He's not doing it. Plus, it does it though. It does it for me. The accent does it for me. Think about it. Yeah. Nah, it is different though when Come you can on. actually like hear the shit. It's different, bro. Feeling peachy, my nigga. I played that song and I, rapping that shit word for word because you can understand it word for word. It hit different. It hit different. Go ahead, and check that song out. But um, yeah, I fuck with uh, that song. Twenty five K Jack with mm-hmm. Baby. I really think Gunna and Baby they really don't miss together when they're together. Wow. Like I remember, th- I went back to that album Drip Too Hard or Drip. Yeah, is that what that? No, what's the album called? Drip Harder. Um, when it was those two, when they were just coming up, they dropped a collab album together. And damn, I was like, fuck. Mm-hmm. I kind of slept on this album. Mm-hmm. But you go back and listen to it now, and it still sounds like them two today, which is really dope. Because that shit dropped in 2017. You feel me? So that shit was really dope. And they got this track with Dirk and Nav as the intro. And now you think about where Dirk and Nav respect. Uh, respectively are at in their career you go back to listen to their track now you got all four of these niggas on it that shit that shit got some and i slept on it when it came out so you feel me got some dope shit to do uh what else did i like on the album i don't know that bitch with g herbo i love that g herbo is starting to get a lot of recognition in the industry i love that g herbo starting to get his uh recognition in the industry now he was just a lot of um the streets fucked with him Mm -hmm. uh it was a lot of underground hip-hop but Within the past year or two, we're starting to see G Herbo now on a lot of mainstream joints, and I'm I, I like that. 
he's 25 so he's doing what needs to be done mm -hmm. at this point in his career you feel me uh, in terms of that, what else did I like? Life of Sin with Nechi, I like that too. And South to West, I also like. So yeah, Gunna got did his thing. I don't have my complaints from Drip Season 3 where I said everything kind of sounded like one continuous oh. joint. And that might have been because Metro executive produced that project. Uh, now with this joint, I like Gunna's ear for music. I always fuck with his production. Overall, I always fuck with his production. So uh, I liked a lot of the sounds that I heard from this. Any skips? And yeah, there were a couple skips, but that's just because like I'm not like a stan of Gunna. You feel me? He got some bops, but I'm not like, yo, this nigga's fire. You feel me? I'm just like, yeah, you got some, you got some joints. You feel me? And his flow was unmatched. You can't fuck with his flow, and that's just a fact. Uh, the weekend also dropped oh Don FM, the second album in his trilogy apparently there's another album called afterlife that's coming out i don't know when maybe next year or in two years probably in two years mm -hmm. but um Is he trying to make another house of balloons trilogy aside he's making a just a trilogy in general i, I wouldn't compare it to the um well, he needs to not do that because that's what niggas is gonna be doing yeah well i wouldn't compare it to that trilogy i think uh this album and after hours are complete sound completely different from mm -hmm that thing i feel like the trilogy like the original trilogy was just all r&b and now with this trilogy it's just pop. like a lot of pop like yeah, he's he's pop he's now. pop now he's pop we lost r&b weekend it was straight which is 80s. crazy no that straight was about to say that, that's why i don't fuck with this album but, but it's crazy because if you get the weekend on a feature he can still dip into that r&b bag he's where the money's at and there's yeah. still some r&b on this album but the it's weekend not, is fully the same pop he's yo. trying to make the radio hits now when yeah, i listen to this album all I'm thinking about is me walking through a department store, yep. Forever 21 music. Macy's, Marshalls, <laughs> yep. hearing this shit playing over shit, the fucking radio. Yep. That's all I hear. Mm -hmm. These are all radio hits. That's why I'm like, yo, bro, I'm not, I'm good on this. I didn't Twice. even finish it. it. That's the funny part. Like, Listen to what you said. These are all radio hits. Mm. Like, those are all radio Niggas songs. Niggas have to have a conversation about the weekend one day, yo. Look like, when I say, like, when I say radio, I'm just like, hits, though. I mean, mm. it's the weekend, so he's obviously going he's to be gonna, on the yeah. radio anyway. But like, I, I'm not gonna go out of my way to listen to this shit just because no. it just sounds too, too regular. It sounds like everything else. I know, I, I know what that. he's doing. I, know I can't his, say that. I know it just wasn't for me. Like his not formula, yet. it wasn't for me. Like when it comes to his pop shit, I, I know what to expect. I know he's going for the radio hits, which is why I'm saying this is full of radio hits because it sounds like all his other shit to me. Mm. I'm good. I missed the R&B weekend. I miss that nigga when he was just hitting that coke. I miss I miss all that shit. Not that coke. This man no is facts. too rich. This man is too, too, too. Yeah, too rich, bro. He don't got enough problems. He needs more women problems. He have enough problems. Yes, he needs more women problems. He needs more stress in his life so he can go back to making that heartfelt music that made niggas. Yeah, that made niggas like, damn, I feel that nigga. I need that kind of music again. I have not gotten that in like three albums. See, my thing is his debut studio album, Beauty Behind the Madness, was such ah. a perfect blend of the R&B and I loved pop. It. Like he had pop <coughs> joints on that album, but that he also so had R&B joints on that album. So it was a nice mix of both. Yes. But then after um, Beauty Behind the Madness and he went on to Starboy and all that, you just saw the slow transition into full-blown pop. You feel me? And yeah, that's working for him. 
he's going to do great every single time because you can't beat the weekend. So when I see his evolution yeah. as an artist, I'm like, yeah, he's that dude. I get it. The weekend is that dude. But mm. when I hear you killing these features and when I said 2021, the weekend went on a killing spree of just features mm. and a lot of that shit went unnoticed. That shit with Post Malone, fire in my opinion. And he had a couple of other tracks where he featured on this year. And there were some known tracks, but because of all of his other pop shit, I think it just kind of gets overlooked. But, hey, Blinds and Lights, I'll play to this day. That shit go hard, and that's his pop shit. But I think that he's just sticking with this theme for a while and like the, this 80s sound it's and like straight 80s this 80s like, and the 70s sound like it's it was great too much for me and too ma- much yeah it's too much and like sure maybe only he can do this type of shit mm. but i don't know it's 2021 no <laughs> not to that extent the 80s he forced it i don't need the 80s in 2021 i yeah, really no. don't now in 2022 i just hear this and it just sounds like you know one this joints the weekend makes dope music i can't deny that but it's just the themes that he's tackling on and now with this afterlife project coming the fact that he's packing everything as a trilogy i already know that's going to be another pop album but the weekend is i don't know if he's in his 30s yet but he's damn near reaching and will he still have the r&b touching him when he reaches that point i don't know but That's I want the R and B weekend back because I know he can dip in into those pockets. That's what I was. I expecting. know he can. He's thirty one, but he chooses not to. He's thirty one. Thirty one. Ow. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe the money's too much, and he's just he he's just trying to, be, to make that. He bread needs right to be now. pop to Bruno Mars and get back in his R and B shit. But my I thing I is, I won't do that to Bruno him. Bruno Mars went more R and B than the weekend. Yeah. And Bruno Mars, I feel like, was more pop. Than, see, yes, Bruno Mars was. was more pop, and The Weeknd was R&B. And then pop, at some point, they Mars. switched roles. And R- and Bruno Mars started hitting us with the R&B, and The Weeknd went full pop. That's how I feel like. There's Shit. more money in pop. I wasn't expecting that. Honest, there's more money in pop. <sighs> I wanted a mix. There's I more was, money I was in hoping pop. for a mix. There's more money, money in pop, but here's my thing, bro. There's more money in pop, but... The it's way the, the black culture has just taken over everything and bl- and hip hop has become one of the biggest cultures in the world. So now naturally hip hop is pop. So if you want to think about it, black culture is pop. So my dog doesn't have to do this shit to win over pop. His culture is already winning in the race. So the fact that he has to make music time and time again like this i'm like bro you really don't you really don't but hey after this afterlife album maybe hopefully he hopes to dive in to wow hopefully he dives back into that r&b he lane, needs to change but, his look then. He, huh? if he change, when he changes the way he looks don't kill me he changes the way he looks every album though. that's what i'm saying no, that's what i'm saying yeah when, the way i see him his next album will let me know what kind of music he is that's true yeah. Did you think you were gonna get R and B from the the No, I knew I wasn't. Mm-hmm. Nigga looked like a hippie. Oh my god. He got R You see that ugly ass mustache this nigga got? <laughs> that fucking afro? Nah, I feel you. I that feel nigga you. looked like a hippie. Nah, I feel you. I feel you. Pop the whole ways until his look changes. <laughs> Is there any other um music <laughs> that came out that we mustache. wanted to talk oh about? My god, stop, don't kill me. Crazy um, ass shave he got too. It's rich looking like that. I mean, what about J. Cole? I mean, I saw him. J. Cole, J. Cole's homeless. I mean, he's Canadian. 
Like, the weekend's Canadian. He can make that work. J. Cole is rich and homeless. What does that tell you? He's homeless? Yes. You see the way he dresses? He's not homeless, though. <laughs> nah, J. Cole? No, 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 no. J. Cole is the definition of my talent speaks for itself. Literally. No, no, no. He is the definition of my talent speaks for itself. Literally. I don't have to do shit else. Nope. I don't got to dress fly, even nope. though I can. I don't got to show up with the fancy cars, can. even he though I can. can. I don't got to be dripped out That's with the, the jewelry, point. even though I can. My talent and my albums alone will shit on niggas time and time again. And niggas will, can never just, step to me. Rich bro. Just do his hair, bro. Nah, I feel you. Rihanna, it, after bro. Rihanna kind of assaulted him with the aloe vera comment, you know, my nigga <laughs> made a commitment with the with the dreads. And yeah, you got to appreciate <laughs> it. When you try to be an NBA player? Stop! <laughs> a dollar in a dream. Facts. Stop! <laughs> Facts. that shit right after the album. Facts. Any other music that came NBA out? Any nah. other music that came out since we dropped? Uh, I'm starting to like Roddy Rich's album more. Yeah, I see you keep posting about yeah, it. Yeah, you do. Yeah, there's still some skips. This and it doesn't compare to Antisocial. I'm glad you but said it. A lot of the songs are starting to grow on me. Like 25 million fire. Move to Miami after you get past the minute and 15 in a loop. Uh, minute and 15 instrumental fire. Murder one. Fabio, Fabio, niggas. Ah, I you want Fabio to have a great 2022. I would love for Fabio to have a great 2022, please. I hope he does. does. No, has he created like his first album yet? Nah. Yeah. That's yeah, so I hope he has a good year to expect that. I hope yeah. he has an amazing 2022. Yeah, good features. Facts. I don't know if I'd listen to a whole album of them, but. And I hope 21 drops this year, too. Um, 21 out here, bro. I don't think he needs to drop. <laughs> Just keep doing his feature. Bro. He should, because. Drop a single here I think and he's there. He's going crazy. Oh, I didn't even listen to the new singles this nigga dropped. 21? Yeah. Yeah, he did drop some of stuff. Good? Yeah, they were good. They uh, were good. Go My man's there. rapping. He's rapping, bro. Very usual, though. 21's rapping, bro. That's crazy. ATL. But he's rapping. All right, the last music that I'll touch on before we uh, make our exit. This is Boston right here. Boston, Massachusetts. All right, so Feed the Family, right? It's an album Fire. by Hooterville. And when I say the people of Hooterville, Body Rock, Dundee, Top Hooter. And I I can't pronounce this last dude's name, but I think it's Sheikh Hanif. I think that's how you pronounce his name. They dropped a tape, their first tape as a collective. It's called Feed the Family. It got 11 tracks on it. And there's some heat on this tape. What is your favorite? Separation and As You Should, for sure. They got Tremendous producing the entire album. Uh, this is Boston, straight from Boston. Feed the family go crazy, too. The intro, right? Feed the family go crazy. Yeah, bro. yo. So I don't even know how to describe this album. Um, it's raw. It gives me a, like, when I, this is an authentic, okay. like, this is a very authentic album. Like, this is a raw album, like, from the, raw is a good from way the to gutter type shit. Like, I, I feel, I got, like, a 90s vibe. No bullshit. Like, early 2000s, 90s vibe from this album. And not because of the beats or anything, some but because the way these niggas talking. Like, yeah, some Griselda grimy, vibes like, in the yeah. production. Some Griselda vibes in the yeah. production, yeah. That's a perfect, that's a perfect Griselda, yes. Great, yes. Mm -hmm. If you're thinking of any any group, Griselda. Mm. Yeah, I feel okay. like Body Rock and the West Side Gun comparison is just like, I love Body Rock, I love his energy. I love his energy. His ad-libs are what gets me every single time. Like, Give me an example. 
of his ad libs. Mm. I'm not gonna say his ad libs oh. on the show, but uh, oh. <laughs> no, that's him. That's him. Okay. Literally, his ad libs are it's me on dogs, nigga. It's me. But they, they got. Mm, okay, but I don't know. I love his energy. They got some bars on this. Um, the Massachusetts scene has been slowly growing. I love it. Honestly, since this podcast has started, and no, no, I'm not saying it's because oh, of us. I, I saw that say. face. It's um, not. It's not because hey, of us. Wow. We all, as a an entire state, did the work to okay. let our shit be known. But since we have started this podcast back in 2018, fast forward all the way to 2022, Massachusetts has definitely um, mm-hmm. elevated their music scene. And their quality has definitely improved in terms of music as well and artists as well. So I definitely want to give everyone out here shine for doing their thing. And I try my best to look for up-and-coming talent throughout everyone, but there's only so much music I listen to. You feel me? I'm trying, at the moment with this year, I'm going to try to um, extend outside of Massachusetts and venture out and see what's going on in the other states. Uh, Just because, you know, I feel like there's some other cats probably in New England and even outside of that that are doing their thing Mm -hmm. and probably aren't getting the light shown on them. So I'll try. I can't make any promises, but I'll definitely try because I feel like there's talent everywhere. You feel me? And that's what we're all about over here. Just showing love, dropping gems, and just kicking shit like us. You feel me? Uh, And I think that's it for new music. I can't think of any new projects that are coming out soon. Mm. Uh, So, you know, we're kicking right back into things. Now that everyone's healthy, we'll be kicking back into full gear. Uh, continue swinging with season seven like we never miss a step. You feel me? All right, now let's get into our reality checks. Let's get into our reality checks. First reality check of 2022. Go ahead, Rich. Start us I mean, off. This, be a, this is a great time to talk about washing your hands, washing your ass uh, after having COVID, going through uh, the symptoms of coughing, not being able to breathe, uh, stuffy nose, didn't lose um, sense of smell or taste, thank God. But yeah, just want to say to my people, make sure you're washing your hands, make sure you're washing your ass, make sure you're being very aware of who you're around and what they're doing and what they're engaging in, because you don't want to, you don't want to give your life up to COVID for five days now, is it? Crazy. Fuck five days. Five days. Two weeks to five. That is well. That is well. Capitalism, bro. That is well. Fuck that five day mandate. Go back to what it was originally. Ten to fourteen days. Because that's when you really aren't mm-hmm. contagious. Fuck that five day shit. That's only for capitalism. But yeah, my, my reality check is people, please wash your hands, wash your ass, be careful of who you're around, be careful of what you're around, and please, 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 please stay healthy. Just my reality check. Word. All right. Um, my reality check is simply just telling people, giving some people, giving the people something new to do which is to journal. Um, I, I've i been journaling for the past year or so, and I was just looking past some like old entries and just seeing how like the way I used to think, even the way I used to speak in the past year was just like, wow, like I'm a different person. Even like the other day, um, we posted a video, and even the way I was speaking in the video, I was like, wow, like I don't even think like that at all. I don't even speak like that anymore. I'm not even on that same mindset. So. Something just to try out is to journal, record your memories, and look back at them afterwards and just see the progression that, you know, you were embarking on. So that would be my reality check, is to journal and see what it does for you. Mm. I'm going to push you more this year, by the way. Okay. Just keep it. We might fight a couple times this year, but it'll be for good reasons. 
<laughs> All right. Now for my reality check. For my reality check. Um, what I want to say for my first reality check of 2022. Damn, it's crazy because I feel like I wanted to leave 2021 with a great message. Mm. And then the vid happened and it fucked up everything. But like 2022, I just want to go ahead and say like, yo, honestly, we we all fucked up. We fucked up in many various different points in our lives. And I feel like the New Year resolution shit gets outdated time and time again. But you can really think of every New Year as a fresh start, clean slate to just try to do better. You feel me? Try to live better. Incorporate things into your lifestyle that may not have been there last year. Like, just try to elevate yourself. You feel me? Like, at the end of every year... I look back and see what I wanted at the beginning of the year, and then I check back to see if I accomplished any of that or if I got any of that. Sometimes yes, sometimes no. But once the new year begins, you got a whole another 365 days to go ahead and try to make the best out of your life. So go ahead and do that. I want to pass that on to you. I want everyone to have an amazing 2022. Uh, whatever goals that you have, go out there and try to tackle them. You feel me? You gotta. You literally have 360 whatever days now to go ahead and do that. So I just want to be the person to support you and push you and motivate you. If no one else is already doing it for you, I want to be the person to tell you that you can go ahead and accomplish anything that you want to. Some people need, you know, more support. I need that support. You feel me? So go ahead. I'm going to pass the same thing to y'all. Push for the stars. Shoot for the stars. Aim for the moon. And yeah, I want everyone to have an amazing year. I think we're going to have a great year too. All four of us. Yes. Kat, you too. You're going to have an amazing year. Facts. You're going to have a great year too. You feel me? And yeah, that's all I want to say with my reality check. Alright, now let's get into our vibes of the week. What we dropping? What we, what we <laughs> my vibe of the week is off uh, DS Forever and it's I Don't Know That Bitch featuring G Herbal. How they hear you love that bitch, you don't know that bitch It's like having set prices on a diamond brick You get good pussy once and then start cuffing it I still been in my bag, I'm just on other shit You go BBS, look like money me My stance were really rich, I'm in that color name She told me she taking a risk, I had to cut her in The road was a house on the hill with a custom den Eliate keep on carrots in my pinky ring Fuck up feel like my gun makes we kill by enemies Young on one stay fresh, fresh like Listerine I'm giving her back to the streets, I got plenty of these She a nasty freak, she care from New Orleans Then I woke up sick, forgot to pull my lean We murder things, you want a queen, can't hurt a king The lemon squeeze, can't get between or intervene How the hell you love that bitch, you don't know that bitch It's like having set prices on a diamond brick you get good pussy once and then start cuffing it I still been in my bag, I'm just on other shit You go BBS, look like money, Mitch My stands were really rich, I'm in that color name She told me she taking a risk, I had to cut her in The road was a house on the hill with a custom den 
was a house on the hill with a custom den. My cousin down the road, he call on IMO. Pit backing up, I do my show, it's time to go. Now hit a joke, you hit a post, on not a post. Got both them hoes, they lick me like an envelope. I was at the All Star game in Chicago. Came through the side, though I was at my side hoe. Caught G Herbo and Durky, yo, yeah, Smirky, yo. Smoke with Scotty and Gelato, this ain't Dosa, though. How they hear you love that bitch, you don't know that bitch. It's like having set prices on a diamond brick. You get good pussy once and then start cuffing it. I still been in my bag, I'm just on other shit. G Herbo rich as fuck, but I want a hundred M's. Crib in the hill, straight up by the field, drilling with a gun in hand. Just in a limb, but I put on gun my twin and they cullin' in. It's a pandemic, but I'm running out of rubber bands. Cuban link 300 grams. Hate no me, I understand. 150 still love the fans. 150 in that new coupe on the E-way, I'm like, fuck the trans. Mary got too much pants, gave them four 300 grand. Fronted that much to my mans. Lil' ho, I got rich friends. Folks say he like rich porter. I can't go like killer can. Wipe that pussy nose, cause I'm with slime now. He was supposed to been there for we Distance, they can't find him. Loving like you discover her. We just missed the bitch. Remind him. Clown him. You love that bitch. You don't know that bitch. That's like having set prices on a dummy brick. You get good pussy once and then start cuffing it. I still been in my bag. I'm just on other shit. Google BBS. Look like money, Mitch. All stands for really rich. I'm in that color She told me she taking a risk. I had to cut her in. The reward was a house on the hill with a custom den. And that was my theme song featuring G Herbo. You're welcome. How many, how many times you say you don't know that bitch? I don't know, man. Too many times. Countless times. How many bro. times did you actually know him, though? Never. You don't lie. <laughs> I'm about to say straight cat. Ah, oh, there'd be bad times I say I don't know people I know. <laughs> straight cat. I don't know what this nigga talking about. I can say that shit because shit, I ain't talking to anybody, so I can I can be honest. The fuck, there'd be bad times. Nah, I don't know Shorty. The fuck, I don't know that crazy. <laughs> or I don't know this version of her. Facts. Wow. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Imani. Um, Not facts. Wow. My vibe of the week is also from DS Forever, and it's thought I was playing with Gunna and Twenty One Savage. Willis, it's an AK in my hand These boys a bunch of pussies, they no different than a trend I bought the block out on the land, split it with my twins I said the bossy what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying What the fuck these niggas thought that I was playing? I don't know what the fuck these niggas thought What the fuck you pussies must have thought that I was playing? Must have thought he couldn't get caught, they buried that boy in the sand Damn. Wipe that little bitch nose, it only cost a couple of grand yep. Find out he ever stole him chopping off his hands Hot like a stove with a pot on the pan We taking over the land I can come chop a few block up again Nigga can't wait to come spin I'm out of the way but they pulling me in Him about to come at the scene I took a little loss now I'm here for the win Niggas don't want me to win I bought a new car for my twin This shit ain't just for the trend Nope 63 AMG Benz I hit the engine I put it in sports Come up, bitch telling the spin Call it the op you can tell him it's up No I'ma want some revenge it's been her chopper bullets, it's an AK in my hand These boys a bunch of pussies, they no different than a trend 
I bought the block out on the land, split it with my twins. I said the bossy, what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying. What the fuck these niggas thought that I was playing? I don't know what the fuck these niggas thought. Grave digger, before L, I'm a made nigga. 21. Say they twins, throw they body in the same river. Oh God. Never took my tail, I went to war with real killers. Pussy. I'm your wifey surgeon, dog. I give a lil' fillers. Pussy. SF90, cost of M. Dunk this Glock like Ye did Kim. Sippin' on pimp juice, watch my brim. How you a shooter, you ain't even hit the rim. Oh Summertime killin' in Air Force Ones. When you get in one, I'm steppin' in Tim's. Oh I caught a Draco Floyd, give him an uppercut. We hit that boy in the chin. Eight figure nigga, I'ma drop out. 21. AK, heavy metal rock out. 21. I'm in your hood, what you talkin' about? 21. Beat on my chest with my gun out. Pussy. I put a house on your head. Pussy. My money longer won't run out. Pussy. BBS diamonds to sign out. 21. We just count money for fun out. Spend her triple bullets. It's an AK in my hand. These boys a bunch of pussies. They no different than a train. I bought the block out on the land. Split it with my twins. I said the bossy, what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. What the fuck these niggas thought that I was playing? What the fuck these niggas thought? And that is my vibe of the week. Y'all better get on it. And then for my vibe of the week, I am back. You feel me? I said for a while that I was only going to play R&B music. And that was till the end of 2021. But now that we're here in 2022, I can let the floodgates open with the hip-hop again. You feel me? Um, I'll Actually, I'm going to play something off uh, Feed the Family. Just because I was going to play something, but I feel like everybody else should know the other shit. So I actually want to take the opportunity to play some music that you may not have heard. You feel me? So if you're looking this up on your streaming platforms, you can type Feed the Family. That is the name of the group. And this song is called Separation. Enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, wow. wow you know the voice. You know the name. Bitches, Dunny Dunny. We're here to feed the family. That's right. Tremendous, the legend on the B, you are. Let's get it. Law. Pops was a dope boy, that's what he chose to be. Then he had me, fuck you think I'm supposed to be. I hope you catch my drift, keep it if you bag my bitch. Dig a ditch for any nigga thinking I'm a lick. In 96, I see my old head duct tape a brick. And ever since that day, I put it on my bucket list. Just pray to God the federalities never come for me. If it ain't about getting money, shit is dumb to me. Put a price on your life, then we pay the shit. Need a copy of the receipt so I can frame the shit. Heard these bars sound like scriptures from the Bible, but I'm teaching you survival and how to kill all your rivals. Teflon motherfucking hoop, bitch. I'm dead, nigga. It's me, nigga. Uh, yeah. God gave y'all backbone so y'all can backbite. It can go state to state if it's packed right. Niggas hate cause the cake make them act up. Niggas wait all the way till we back up. Hit the road, gotta watch the speed limit. I got 36 O's in the V10. Dog, I bought a score of me, take it. I wanted more than these niggas. No one is shot to steam niggas. I'm dogs. Can't go yell out free niggas before I have a GoPro. I know too many fiend niggas. Fuck all my enemy niggas. I can't wait to do you dirty with this clean pistol. Oh. Top who? Who the bill, bitch? Gang. Yeah. Oh. 
fuck, nigga. I've been waiting to hurt you. I know patience and virtue. I've been staking past curfew, even laying in dirt too. Tell your neighbors they gon' die, they alert you. And don't take this shit personal. This just doesn't concern you. Catch you on the ring cam. We gon' make this shit virtual. All the checks I made off white, you would think I was virgin. I'm 89. You probably got a different name if I served you. Pay that no mind. You won't die if you pay me on time. I got some shooters that'll shoot you when I say it's go time. And they be right back to the venue for they call out showtime. In no time, that work ain't touched, but it's at the goal line. All these guns up in my story never end up online, so I'm fine. That's gangsta. <laughs> yeah. Love. The money never sleeps. I'ma get it rain, sunny your sleep. Trips out of town, gun under the seat. Been ready ever since they left my man slumped in his V. Back in 06, that's when the price was little over 20 a key. This is pressure. Bills due, eviction notice on the door, pressure. Federal wiretaps, fiends wanting more pressure. I'm good, all I ever needed was a scale and a compressor. I'm plugged like a Tesla. <laughs> they call me Shake, cause I'm moving like a Saudi prince. Murder weapon, lawyers said they found a partial print. I sold 36 ounces, I ain't been common since. One sniffle melt the side of your face like Harvey Dent. Real shit. And that was Separation by Feed the Family. The artists on the song are Dundealy, Body Rock, Top Huda, and Sheikh Hanif. A uh, talented group coming out of the state, so definitely make sure you check out the tape. And uh, yeah, let us know what you think. Some solid vibes coming out here. Anytime I hear a dope uh, piece of music out here, I'm going to throw it your way to make sure y'all get hip to it too. You feel me? All right, now anything that we want to leave the people? You feel me? Thank you for joining you us. New Year's you resolutions, make sure you stick with it. Facts. Straight up. I didn't because I don't believe in that bullshit. But, hey, if you did, stick to it. Don't be a bitch. Facts. No? Facts. Okay. Anything you want to leave with people? Uh, let's try to enjoy this year. Fuck COVID. <sighs> That's it. <laughs> Literally. Let's have the best year possible, though. Feel me? Make the best of the let's make the best of what we I, have. I didn't think I would still have to deal with this shit in twenty twenty two. I'll be honest with you. When when this shit first started, yo, I didn't think twenty twenty two we would still be dealing with this shit, yo. Bro, I thought and years. now it's at the point where I don't know where it's gonna end. And wearing masks is just a permanent thing, I guess. Okay, so that is pretty much the end of the episode. Thank you for everyone tuned in. Um it's getting cold. Oh, my goodness. Nine degree weather, 10 degree weather. So if you were out looking for something to keep you warm, we have plenty of hoodies, plenty of hoodies on sales in all various colors for y'all to stay cozy. And just go online at www.theurbanproduct.com slash shop. Pick your favorite color and we will ship it to you as soon as possible so you can stay warm in this crazy weather. It's like Rich said earlier, December, we kind of skated by with the weather. And then that bitch slapped us in the face in January. You feel me? So definitely do your best to stay cozy. Stay warm during this weather. Um, prayers to anyone who is homeless during this time of the year. I don't know how y'all are dealing with this shit. Um Anyone that's battling COVID who has serious serious health issues, uh, prayers go out to y'all as well. Um, 
Yeah, and I think that's all the praise and shout outs that I want to give people. It's going to 2022 with a bang, and I can't wait to see all the things that we accomplish together. That's a fact, you feel me? Uh, next month is our four year anniversary. Next episode is uh, 150, 156, I think, which means three yes. years worth of episodes. So if you're a new listener, hey, we got three years worth of episodes out there. So when you want to catch up, you know. You'll start to get to know us, you feel me? And it'll be a great ride, you feel me? All right, so it's been your boy, DME. It's been your boy, Cozy Rich. And it's been your girl, Imani. And you have been listening to The Urban Products. We will go ahead and catch y'all next week. Love. Great to be back. It's Lizzie, nigga. We caught the wood like and we packing them up. We tie his ass to the back of the truck. Then you smoking on who? Now we smoking this bitch ass. You don't get packed, you gassing them up. Walk in the party with shafts, they pat me down. Me and just letting it bust. If I see a op, he gon' tour, then he drop to the ground. Since that little nigga act tough, he moving crazy. Get Paul like a perk. He won't get a chance, so he's shooting the first. He think he a villain. Chop got a op, he chilling. Stomping his ass in the dirt. Got your bitch in the back, she making it work. I don't wanna fuck with that haggle berserk. Cops come around, we don't make it sound. Pistols phone steady ringing, I think it's the first. These niggas gon' copy, but I did it first. She giving me sloppy, not her purse Just made a quick hundred, off scamming the verse Body that beat, put that bitch in the hearse Niggas, this bitches don't really want smoke Since you went to the book, I'ma say you got pulled Hop up the trunk and we blasting his ass And mom made it lunch, so we packing his ass On the phone with her boyfriend